Welcome to the Motherload podcast. The Motherload is the UK's largest parenting community for women on social media. And this is our brand new podcast for our molos and parents everywhere. I am Kate Dyson. And I'm Alison McGarrah-Murphy. Hello. Each week we release a brand new episode where we discuss a particular parenting issue, dilemma or topic and we want you to be involved by voice note, comment or email. You can share your funny stories and opinions by WhatsApp on 07874 341 460 or email us at podcast at the-motherload.co.uk. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us wherever you find your podcasts. This is the one where we escape our kids and contemplate divorce in lockdown. I think one thing that um, being in lockdown has reminded me, it's felt like having a newborn again, where you are needed every minute of every day. And most of the night as well. It's just like that total intensity of just never having a minute for yourself. It's just felt really, really full on, hasn't it? No, it's it's absolutely mental. Like we can't even get away from from just how full on it is. I am literally like I fit like yesterday, I phoned my mum and I was like, I can't cope with it anymore. I've got like the parenting overwhelm. If they ask me for one more thing, if they treat me like they're snack bitch one more time, I think I might actually explode. That or I'm gonna just hit the gin permanently. Like just you know, what's that mummy? It's water. It's not it's gin. Is gin all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I might just it, take it, get a hip flask permanently attached to me. Or the other option is to hide from your own kids. Well, same, same. Where, what's been your best hiding place today? Well, I mean, I have a few. There are a few different strategies that one can employ when hiding from your children. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I would say I first I love how it. you've got like this whole like strategy thing. Like oh, yeah, worked there's, out there's... like it's like almost like a war plan. You're ready to go. Like it's full like camo. Have you got camo? Are you... I haven't got camo. But <laughs> but the thing is, you never know when it's going to strike. And it's basically, I can't take this a moment longer. I need to escape from you, my darling loin fruit. I have to run right now and go and recover my sanity from somewhere. And I reckon the, the first time that I hid from my children was when they were probably about three and one. So toddler and a baby. That was really a really good fun stage and you can't really leave them. So what I had to do was try and hide in plain sight. And for (laughs) me, that involved putting in earplugs so I can't hear them and quite often drinking wine. just bring on the oblivion Mm -hmm. and you know stick your head in the fridge have a little slurp of wine get your earplugs in and you can just smile and nod and wave at the kids um you know as far as they're concerned you're there have you ever done like the kind of have you ever done like that game where you like pretend to be sleeping lions or something you just lie very very still like and and just hope that you know the the little cushion fort that you've built around you at the same time is enough to deter them from like like breaking the game. So no, we're all just now sleeping lions in our forts, and and everyone is like invisible. Everyone's invisible, it... and no one is no one is going to be touching, talking, anything like that. I think the most I've got to is three minutes. Three minutes. I think if you if you're quiet. It can go a long way if you just lie there nice and quiet. You can you can almost disappear, can't you? Like you do in the mornings. No, don't don't <laughs> yeah. wake me up. I'm don't, not awake. I am not awake. I am I am still asleep. 
Ted now just crawls and sits on my face. So, you know, it's like... There's no um, escaping Yeah, that. no, and it's smelly, morning Unless nappy. in your mind. Yeah. But so my my um, hiding places, I have three. One, okay. it was under the stairs. I can't get away with that anymore because it's now rammed full of all the random shit that we've like, you know, that every family home contains. I think there's everything in there from like a jumperoo to a baby bath to suitcases to just you know all that stuff when someone comes to visit and you're like it sounds like a fun place though well it's a fun place but it's very like the monica closet so like the living room (laughs) otherwise looks relatively tidy but if you open that you see all of my like it's like avalanche yeah it's kind of also representative of my brain in lockdown anyway you know just like like if you open that (laughs) oh god don't go don't go near it don't go near it close it up close it up (laughs) um so that that obviously i lost that hiding place that was a bit of a shame. So then I migrated to the pantry, which was a really good one. Really good because there's snacks on hand, um, fizzy drinks. Unfortunately, I don't keep the booze in there. So that was a bit of a rookie error. Um, but yeah, I could stay in there for quite a long time. Um, I love a pantry. Yeah. I really do love a pantry. Can you actually get in it? And yeah, does oh, it have it's a door? like a full in like, like, massive cut like it's bigger than a cupboard if that makes sense bigger than under under the stairs it's like an actual like little mini room if you like so you can go in there and shut the door you're not like standing on the cornflakes or anything oh no 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 yeah I can go in there's like room to move around and then uh, this makes me sound like I live in like Downton Abbey or something I don't it's like it's just it's off the kitchen if that makes sense it's about the same size as I don't know like a downstairs loop I guess it would be about that size Sounds like heaven. Yeah, I mean. it is. Oh my god, there's like crisps on tap. There's everything, and then the little buggers found me in there. So that's oh. yeah, yeah. They would start knocking, mummy, mummy. Yeah, so so that was uh, that was my hidey place soon uh, lost. So my latest thing, Alison, and I, I must admit, I think I am a genius for this. In yeah. lockdown, I have converted my shed. Your shed? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. sheds are nice. I like sheds. Well, okay, right. So I do need to explain that it's not a really old manky shed. Okay, so Matt was Matt. Matt got this shed and it was he ordered the wrong shed. So it's ended up just relegated like on our driveway because it couldn't go in the place where it was supposed to go in the garden because it was way too big when it arrived. <laughs> Don't even get me started. So it's like for another day for us to discuss how my husband does DIY because our husbands could not be like more different on the DIY front because Brian's good, isn't he? He's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My- <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, oh. <laughs> Let's just say, if I could go back in time, I would put putting on my dating dating profile, must be able to do DIY. But it then... It's the bane of my life. Out of his error, yeah, you well, now have a shed. Because now it's, it's basically redundant Is it a she shed? for him. And it's now my she shed, yeah. It's 100%. I pinned on Pinterest, like until I could not, there weren't even pins left on Pinterest for me to pin any longer. And I have created the ultimate sanctuary. And the kids are not allowed in. That I can see them coming and I'm like, no, get away. You're not coming in here. Really Does it good. have a key? Can you actually lock yeah. yourself in there? Yeah, yeah. And indoor locks. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And I've I've got little armchairs in there. I've got you know rugs. I've got uh, I've painted it all in lockdown, and um and it's got most importantly a bar. A what? A bar? An actual bar? Yeah. Yeah. Actual bar. An actual bar. What are you having? I've got like cocktails. I've got a cocktail shaker. I've got, you know, I've got a wine stash in there. I am set. Like I lock myself in there. I'm obviously doing some work, and um, <clears throat> and they don't, they can't bother me. And I just stumble out of there when I'm pissed later on. I mean, <laughs> ready for bed. <laughs> and uh, and we're good to go. Yeah, it's done. I I am so proud of it. And the best thing is that the kids so far are respecting it as like mommy's office. Mommy's, mommy's working. Space. Mommy's in her oh, office. I'm yeah. so jealous because yeah. I, I've I haven't got anywhere nice like that. I sometimes go to the shower cubicle though. Does that count? <laughs> yes, it, it <laughs> certainly does. When it all gets too much, I just slip away. And my shower cubicle is at the bot. It's like at the bottom of the bathroom, and it's walled on three sides. So there's only a glass oh, door. So oh, admittedly, wow. that is see through. Yeah. But if they they can walk into the room and come, and not see you, you know, first. come in and not see me, and I can just climb in. It's all white tiled. You know, a bit like. Not quite like a padded cell, but similar, tiled, a tiled like a cell. cell. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can just stand there and just let the calm wash over me just oh. till I feel a bit better and I'm ready to go. You out don't mean actually literally. You don't mean literally. No, I don't switch the shower on. No. <laughs> just like crazily, like, oh my God, get me <laughs> away from these kids. Process. <laughs> I, I need the I need the cathartic freshness of the water to let me like rejuvenate in order to parent again. <laughs> there's, there's no time for that. I mean, don't kid yourself. I get I get two or three minutes before somebody screams, hurts themselves. Um, yeah, needs needs attention. That is it. Actually, there it isn't just like you know, like I was saying before, being a snack bitch, or you know, just that constant, mummy, 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 can you get me some crafts, mummy? Can you do that? It's it's actually so much more than that. It is when they hurt themselves, you can hear that cry, and you're like, oh God's sake, I'm gonna have to go to them. And do you get that like um, kind of internal wrestle between? Fuck's sake. And, okay, darling, I'm coming. Oh, can't wait to come and parent some more in lockdown. It's been so good today. Now, I should say, I, I mean, I have every sympathy for my child when they hurt themselves. But I would say that on a daily basis at the moment, we have about 10 finger-related hurts, which which is quite <laughs> a high, le- a high yeah. level, high, high quantity I, I would say that's a high level, of, yeah. of finger injuries. Yeah. And everyone is treated as though it's kind of limb, limb loss levels of pain and, uh, and whatever. So I am very sympathetic to those injuries. But yes, I do wilt inwardly yeah. and sometimes At outwardly like, oh. when, when you've got, Yet another finger injury. Yet another finger injury. Break. I think I need to get a shed. I need to get a she shed. I think the nearest I've got to something in the garden is that when we're playing hide and seek once, because that's another good one, like sleeping lions. Yeah. I had a lovely little break and I hid between, um, there's like a really small space between the water butt and the log and the log pile, and I just squatted down in some foliage, and uh, and just had a lovely, lovely little rest. I reckon I clocked up about two minutes there before they found me. Oh, that's me. nice. It that's was actually really nice. that that's is enough to get sometimes. into like REM sleep, isn't it? That's all you need. <laughs> like just two minutes, and then you're you're there, and 
yeah, away with the fairies and then all that crashing. We found you. Oh, you're great, great. I love hiding. Back in, back in the trenches. Actually, I've got a really good hiding place that I'm in at the moment. I'm thinking about making it full time. Where are you? where, where, well, where are you at the moment? Well, I'm in my dining room at the moment. Actually, I don't have kids around for the very first time in lockdown, which is nothing short of a minor it's miracle. Lovely. Well, I'm in I'm in the the study, and I've basically got um, a homemade blanket fort around me, and it's oh. lovely. It's so cozy. It's kind of gently lit. I'm surrounded oh, wow. by spare duvets and blankets, and they're all draped over my husband's big scaffolding frame that he has for doing DIY uh, on the see, house. So see, lovely. we're back to I'm the thinking. DIY, the great DIY husband, aren't we? Matt's yeah, going to love this when he hears me just slagging him off on the podcast for his awful, awful DIY skills because he has got awful DIY skills. But this is where it really matters. When your husband has scaffolding lying around, that then you can just make a beautiful fort out of in order to record a podcast. It's womb-like. Womb-like. I feel so rested. Are you feeling here? I'm going to leave it up permanently, I think, and um, and just go and sit in my little refuge. This can be my she shed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I asked um, on the motherload for our Molo's best hidey holes. I should say hideaways. Um, (laughs) And we had loads of comments. Here are some of the best ones, though. Uh, Mel says, I played hide and seek with my girls. I hid under the laundry pile in the corner of the utility. They couldn't find me at all. They gave up and started the next round without me. And I stayed there for over 15 minutes. It was bliss. That is I mean, genius. if you've got a clean pile of laundry, that is lovely. I'll there be are... honest, I would you know, take pay dirty. for that, wouldn't you? I would take dirty. I would, you know, if for fifteen minutes of <laughs> peace, I'd take dirty laundry any day. Fifteen minutes is good. That is way more than I ever managed to get on a on a little cheeky, cheeky hiding sesh. This one, um, for me, I think summarizes motherhood. It's very brief, but Rebecca says, I'm currently locked in the downstairs loo, which is the only place in my house where there's a lock on the door. Um, My downstairs loo doesn't have a functioning lock on the door, so there's not even any privacy slash escape from there. But this is it. When literally going for a wee by yourself is is a victory. You've got to take it, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to take it wherever you can get it, let's face it. Um, we've got also some uh, a voice note from Alice. Shall we hear what Alice has got to tell us? Well, all of you who are successfully managing to hiding from your children, I have no idea how you're doing it. Whenever I try to get away for a few seconds, my three-year-old and one-year-old girls find me pretty much immediately. Um, I suspect my house isn't big enough or perhaps I need some camouflage. My most successful hiding place to date was actually in their own playhouse. (gasps) I crawled in, shut the door, shut the windows and had a sneaky Freddo. I think (laughs) I was in there for a minute and a half before they found me but hey I thought it was great. The last place they look. Um, but yeah, there we go. Hats off to you if you're managing to get some some peace and quiet. That's not really happening in my house. Oh, Alice, I feel I love for it. her. Yeah, but but I mean the sneaky Freddo is genius. But the the just the beauty of eating that sneaky Freddo in their own playhouse. I mean, if they knew, if they knew, they would be livid, wouldn't they? I love it. It's it's a total bloody win that one isn't it it's like a proper hiding in plain sight that isn't it 
I mean, the Freddo is kind of the the two fingers as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I hope it was uh, maybe it was East, maybe it was um, one of one of Mummy's Easter treats as well. To be honest, I, I think that's a, eggs to fall. that's a middle finger. It's not even two fingers. It's a middle finger <laughs> of the Freddo, isn't it? I love it. Oh, well done, Alice. Here's Cat's uh, hideaway. Hi, Modos. I have banned my children from the living room until they can keep their bedrooms tidy for a whole week a whole week now they are three and six so the likelihood of them being able to keep their <laughs> bedrooms tidy for more than about 30 minutes is highly unlikely <laughs> so if they do come into the living room i just hold my phone up to my head and i say mummy's in a meeting and then they leave me to it <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is genius. I'm using that one. That is a very well. manoeuvre, isn't it? Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, of course they can't keep their blooming bedrooms tidy for longer than like five minutes. So it would be just pure bliss. Just all yours forevermore. I'm having it. I'm having it. I'm having the, the meeting as well. I think I could have a meeting, send them to tidy their rooms. And then, yeah, when they come down, mummy's in a meeting. I just need... Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Just five. Just five more minutes. The bedroom thing is is killing me at the moment. Is oh because my, me too. Me my too. eldest kit is is seven, and tidying isn't isn't his strong point. But he he started out on this very brave project to alphabetize all of his books. But they're all different sizes. So you know, kids' books. It's like one will yeah. be like a, a small novel type book, and the other one will be like a massive of flaps book and it was just disaster it actually looked like someone had taken a bin bag into his room and just shaken rubbish all over his bedroom it, it, i try to make oh. them responsible for their own mess but how, how on earth do you do it well what did you say when you walked in and there's a massive pile of like like i mean there's ripped up paper everywhere i don't even oh. know where it came from it literally oh. looked like looked like someone had just really just ripped open a bin bag and chucked it everywhere <gasps> um, and, like, and then it's like oh, i don't want to tidy my room why do i have to do yeah, everything yeah. Yeah. oh oh the everything i get the everything as well i have to do yeah. everything listen crotch fruit i gave birth to you <laughs> the very least you can do is keep your room tidy but they can't no they can't, can they no but, but if they're, you know, if, if entrance to the lounge depends on a tidy bedroom, then I'm quids in, aren't I? Well, they're, they're going to break eventually because they'll want to watch, you know, TV, won't they? True. So eventually they'll give in and, and perhaps do it. Although, do you know, my kids uh, have, they, I, they're quite good if I say, can you go and do your bedrooms now? But what they're not actually quite good at is tidying. So, but they're quite crafty. Now they share a bedroom so they can like really collude together uh, against me and they've got plenty of time to do it while they're apparently tidying and uh yesterday i went up there and you know great i said have you tidied your room yes yes we have yes we've done it and i walked into the room to go and check it and the floor was completely tidy the surfaces were completely tidy but their two beds next to each other were particularly lumpy <laughs> and they had literally picked everything up and shoved it under their duvet and then pretended to make their bed on top of it. 
Glory. They weren't really thinking forward there, were they? No, I, I've got... I was Time like, for bed. How are you going to sleep? How are you going to go to bed? <laughs> oh, uh, it's all right. We've got a little bit of room in here. We've got a little bit of room. Listen, let's go back to the hideaway. So uh, Sammy Joe has confessed that she spent Easter weekend sat in the pantry, eating her daughter's chocolate eggs and drinking Baileys from the bottle. I love from it. The bottle. I love a good sweet bottle. She wanted to play hide and seek, so I told her to stand in the garden and count to 10 while I silently and swiftly legged it. I had full a full 15 minutes to herself. It was heaven. That sounds heaven. That is amazing. How, <laughs> how, I, I, I'm a novice. I thought I was quite good at hiding from the kids, but I can see now that I'm a total novice. Yeah, I never get I about two minutes. Yeah. And here's, here's these amazing women getting 15 minutes. 15. I do, I do want to, to read quite a, quite a sad one, though. Yeah, go on. From Rebecca. Yeah, go on. She says, I have literally nowhere to hide. My one-year-old wants to sit on my lap while I'm on the loo, be in the shower with me, and the only solace I get is to put the shitty nappies in the outside bin. I stand there for a moment to soak up a bit of sun. <gasps> oh, Rebecca. I'm so like sorry, My heart Rebecca. is actually bleeding for Rebecca. I'm really sorry. When putting shitty nappies in a wheelie bin <laughs> is your moment of solace, you know you're a mother. Oh, Rebecca, I can just imagine her out there next to the green bin. You know, get the poor woman a sheet like shed. Just getting that warmth of the sun on her skin for a second while holding that shitty nappy in her hand, like like it's the golden goose that is going to give her some peace in her day. <laughs> the golden goose. I, do, I don't even know if I mean the golden goose. You know, I've got I've got lockdown brain. Nothing. Not my brain's never working at the moment. Um. Actually, that reminds me, I, I, the loo is not a hiding place for me because Ted has just developed a, an obsession with the toilet. So when he sees me now sitting on it, he is fascinated. He likes, <laughs> it's like it's like a call of the wild. Like he, he watches me go up the stairs and it's like he knows. So he starts like racing me up the stairs. He's still crawling, by the way. So he's like this little rug wrap behind me like, ah, yeah, Aww. brilliant. We're going to the loo, we're going to the loo, we're going to the loo, we're going to the loo. We get to toilet because of course like you know I, I in fact i was talking to one of my um friends who hasn't got kids the other day and she was like your kids go into the bathroom with you i was like oh yeah it's <laughs> like, not a wee it's not a wee or like never mind anything else if i haven't got a child with me you know i can't eat, i don't I mean how how do you work. focus how do you focus without having yeah, a child exactly. in the loo with you i think yeah. i think you know that opposite of um you know before like you'd get like stage fright i get like the opposite now if i haven't got an audience i just can't perform stop panicking a bit yeah exactly it just stays in there oh god i'll have to get the baby again anyway he comes in and he literally literally tries to wedge his hands like in the toilet between my legs like oh what are you doing in there oh let me have a little look then where have you got that tissue <laughs> oh oh and don't even get me started on the time of the month that is like an entirely fascinating moment for ted he's um, gonna it's not gonna be long before he reaches that stage where he's putting whole toilet rolls into the toilet every single day i tell you what if that i we are literally days away from that yeah because that's, he, that's gonna happen because that the, the toilet fascination it starts <sighs> it starts quite innocently and yeah. then it ends up in the destruction of every single bog roll that you own and in lockdown that is Mm-mm. not what that's you want that's not good is it that's no. not good i mean we'll be personally just like starting the panic buying again just because ted has soaked every single blooming toilet roll in the house 
Are you struggling to find something to watch during lockdown? You've drained Netflix, rewatched all your old favourites, and now you need something new? Well, we're here to help. Join us for Clash of the Titles, the podcast where two movies with something in common go head-to-head in a fight to the death. Release the Kraken. Well, not death. We just decide which one is better. When they do a long shot of the crowd in the Ivory Tower, it's different to the close-up. And if you look closely, you can see E.T., Mickey Mouse, Chewbacca, (laughs) um, Ewoks and C-3PO. So when Wolfgang Peterson went to Spielberg and went, yeah, uh, could you maybe um, re-edit uh, my, my movie? Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg went, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm probably going to cut out? E-F***ing tea, mate. <laughs> I made that. Find your new favourite movie or revisit an old classic with me, Alex Zane, Vicky Crompton and Chris Tilly. New episodes out every Monday and Thursday. Clash of the Titles is a Stakhanov production. Kerry Ferguson uh, commented on the thread as well. She said that she's been hiding in the car while doing the essential shop. She's also been parking the car around the back behind the non-moving bakery van so it can't be seen from the house. Sitting in it for half an hour and coming back in empty-handed, claiming that Tesco was too busy, so I'll try again another day, so I'll have an excuse to do the same in about two days' time audacious and impressive so impressive do you know what I particularly love anything like where a mum gets the upper hand through being a little bit devious that's beautiful isn't it It so you go to do the essential shop but you don't really even go and do the shop no and then you sit literally just hiding in the car the car Mm. is actually an untapped resource I think I know, I'm amazed. I can sit on that driveway because they're warm. You've got music. Yeah. You can take a drink in there. Yeah. I actually found Matt in the car a few times <laughs> towards the more the beginning of lockdown. I think it, it just really hit him just how intense it is being at home with the kids all the time. You know, yeah. that beautiful moment when suddenly they start to get why we're, you know, like bollock messaging them and stuff Stressed. on the way home. Like, why are you not home yet? I need to, I need to hand over these kids. Yeah, I think he finally got a little slice of that. And I found him out there watching old, like, Nottingham Forest reruns on his mobile phone and pretending to commentate. Uh, in pretending the to commentate? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he does this. Yeah, Bless You know, like, him. people, um, when they're cooking, they pretend to be Jamie Oliver. You know, in do their... Do they? <laughs> you? Don't pretend. Don't pretend that you do not pretend you're on a cookery show when you're Honestly, I, I hate cooking. What? When I'm, cook- when I'm cooking, I'm just thinking, please let this be over really soon. <laughs> what? Let, the, let, the, let the, the cavalcade of rejection begin and be no, gone as soon as possible. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, I hate cooking. I hate cooking. And then oh, I give it to my I children. And they're such ingrates as well. I, gave, I made wow. cheesy cheesy pasta the other day. Staple. Vegetable cheesy pasta. Well, oh, hang on, hang on. Just skip back, skip back, skip back. That was your mistake. That was your mistake. There was vegetables in it, wasn't there? There was vegetables in it. It was vegetable cheesy pasta. It was really nice. <laughs> and yet it was it took 40 minutes for the children to eat it. Um it was it's been renamed Glop oh, by my eldest. Oh god. Oh mummy, you're not going to give us Glop. Wow. Are you? Wow. Wow. Glop. That's almost like a Dickensian, isn't it? It like, is, you yeah. Serve up glop, right? Yeah. yeah. So whenever they ask what's for dinner now, I'm glop. just like, it's glop. Yeah. We're having glop for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you tell them it was cheesy vegetable pasta? 
I mean, they they could see. I mean, there there's was honestly... definitely cheese and vegetables. Yeah, and I just there. Yeah. it was it's, mm. it was very simple. Yeah, yeah, but, but I yeah, it, it doesn't encourage a mother in her culinary adventure. You know, I'm just thinking, give up. So, fish fingers, sausages. But I have to do. admit, Alison, I even pretend I'm Jamie Oliver, like when I'm making fish fingers. Like do you? Yeah, yeah. I he doesn't, he doesn't make fish fingers, fingers Kate. But Jamie doesn't do fish fingers. No, he makes fish goujons. Fish, fish goujons. goujons. So when I'm doing it, it's fish goujons. Okay. But and, really then, fish um, fingers, yeah. and a potato patty in the smile in the form of a smile. You know? <laughs> maybe maybe we could potato call those patty. happiness. No, potato, and fish goujons and happiness potato patties. You know, like <laughs> you see what I'm doing here? Right, I need Molos to back me up here. If you have ever pretended to be jamie oliver or nigella i love nigella she is good are you really telling me you've never pretended to like slip it to the fridge you know to have a little nibble out of the fridge in your silk negligee like and, <laughs> and to you know salivate over those leftover cold fish fingers that are on a plate in the fridge i mean obviously i do all of those oh, things, fish but not pretending to be <laughs> jamie oliver no <laughs> Of course, with your raven locks. <laughs> Not so raven at the moment, graying. Oh, oh lockdown, Anything lockdown fatigue. Have you uh, have you trimmed? I sorry, that is that really sounded like I was going somewhere. Then have you have you done the lockdown haircuts? I I cut my own hair anyway. Do you? Um, quite a lot of the time. It's just big hair, so I just chop the ends off and then yeah, that's fair done. Um, and then I've I've performed my signature trim on my son because he was he was a bit too lively to go to the hairdressers when he was little. Right. Um, so I developed what we call the CAD file. Do you remember that um, that drama from I think it was the nineties where Derek Jacobi was a monk? Oh yes. And yes. and wow. so mm-hmm. yeah, so I do. Mm-hmm. I, I that's my only haircut really, apart from trimming my own. So I've given my son the CAD file during lockdown. It's 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 a cracker. Right. Uh, was he pleased? he's happy right well well, as long as he's happy that's as long as he's not having to eat glop i i have cut the girls and i've cut ted's ted's is a bit of a nightmare because of course he's just like 17 months so he's all over the place all the time does not understand the need to not try and grasp the scissors off me you know mid snip (laughs) so it's like a case of is it hair is it finger who knows (laughs) we'll find out once i've done it i must admit the first time i did it it was absolutely beautiful it was honestly a hairdresser could not have done as well as that bold claim i'm not even joking like oh i've made a photo it was that good it was that good i was you pretend to be like nicky clark when you cut my hair as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i actually was the aggie mckenzie she lives in a it's like you're in my house it's like you're (laughs) watching me like there's always a youtube video to be made isn't there let's face it so uh yeah so there i am pretending to be nikki clark on this morning like giving it the big like overconfident so i'm just gonna snip a little bit off here and then i'm gonna take it up and i'm gonna fill out 
Yeah, and then uh, Matt put him down. So it looked okay from where we'd been doing it in the high chair. Matt put him down. He woke back up for his nap. And it was when he woke up, like obviously nap head is never a good look, but it does really highlight how bad a haircut can be. Because (laughs) the the bottom was like a shelf where I just kind of like tried to trim it under like at the back of his neck. And it like, I'd snip, 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 snip. And it was like, it was like a blunt shelf shelf like whereas then his little neck was underneath it and matt came down and he went this haircut is criminal you cannot leave him <laughs> with that and it, it looked awful so then i had to spend two hours crawling around after him like just taking a little snip here and there because of course by then he wasn't having any of it of course not yeah i'm more successful with the girls but i have done my own well, hair the, girl, as well. the girl's hair is easy yeah because yeah. it's just like fringe and trim isn't it yeah. boy's hair is actually yeah. really hard to do and it's got to be a work in progress it can take me a week to cut cut the child's hair so yeah, you yeah. know you just sit mm. it and snip it off here and yeah yeah we'll have all those lovely pudding bowl photos to look back well on. i feel like it's a rite of passage for every child isn't it so. everyone has to take that. their first boyfriend home and or girlfriend home and we wheel out the awful bowl cuts yeah. you know and and say oh he, he was so cute she was so cute she had such a lovely and little we, face it didn't matter um, and we call this the cad file yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like why are you still doing it to him mom like what can i not have a different hairstyle now um it's the only one i can do <laughs> That's, that is my repertoire. Never mind, Nicky Clark. That's all I do in this salon. Um, and I would say that the girls, when I cut the girls, that's just basically like me going back to girls, having my girls' world or the Barbies trim. Like, it, I have a lot of experience when it came to getting ready to cut the girls' hair. Super easy. I have to say, I think my, my Barbies all have the CAD file as well. So maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was always my destiny to just have the one, the one style in my repertoire. I think the, the hairdresser rescued me from having my custom. Oh, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. I, I'm trying to get Matt to let me uh, cut his hair because he, um, I think he's going through a midlife crisis. Um, probably something we need to. Talk he's about not going to let you cut it after what in, you've done to Ted. Yeah, it, but the lockdown haircuts. Um, is a big, big issue in our house because his hair has grown while we've been in lockdown and uh, he started combing it back. Now, originally that was to cover the bald spots, which he doesn't like me talking about, but it is definitely starting to, you know, uh, appear. Um, and the girls... I'm sorry. Yeah, you know when you can just see that slight shine in the yeah. under the lights you know there's a slight shine now there where there wasn't before um so he worked out that if he grows his hair like then he can just do a nice little comb over style which you know is protecting I was him say it shot. sounds like a comb over it is a comb over yeah it's a comb over except someone then said to him oh is it a bit like ray winstone in sexy beast and now he actually thinks he looks like ray winstone in sexy beast I found him actually like digging out sunglasses, like the you know he wears like Ray Bans or something, doesn't he? Trying to find his Ray Bans, like wearing clothes. He's actually, I'm sure if you know he's actually looked up what Ray Winstone wears in that film, and he started to have this midlife crisis where he's become Ray Winstone in Sexy Beast. I think you probably you're probably going to have to push for this trim because otherwise it sounds to me like you're maybe only weeks away from a ponytail. I am weeks away from divorce. What yeah. are you on about? 
Like <laughs> this, is, this is what is going to be on the divorce paper. What like petitioner? What is your reason? He tried to turn himself into Ray Winstone in Sexy Beast, and I've had enough of it. It looks ridiculous. Unreasonable behaviour. Unreasonable behaviour. Absolutely. Like one hundred percent. I think even the judge would be like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Granted, okay. granted, Straight immediately, you don't even have to explain anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's like, I think with um, with lockdown at first, I thought, oh, yeah, this is great. We're really supporting each other. You know, we're getting on really well. This is a sign of, you know, how great our relationship yeah. is. And generally, we're great, but God, the little things really bloody grind your gears, mm-hmm. don't they? After a few yeah. weeks in, it's like... I, I was having to do deep breathing in by the cutlery drawer after I went to take out the bread knife and it was covered in breadcrumbs. What? And I was like, he had bread last night. He cut bread what? and put the bread knife <gasps> back in the in the utensil drawer with crumbs all over it. And then I went to get the breadboard out. Guess what? No, no, he breadboard <gasps> and the entire drawer full of bloody crumbs as well. Oh and it's my like, god, no! It's it's, it's a divorceable offence. Yeah, without a doubt, it's a divorceable offence. He'd be out on his ear. You take that one to the judge, the the bread knife with breadcrumbs in the drawer. He's pretending to be like Ray Winston. It's yeah. like, no questions asked. Yeah, I've got to faff around. There's not going to be any rethinking of this situation. Decree absolute granted. <laughs> So it's been lovely hiding in here with you, Alison, while we've been doing this podcast. You in your blanket fort, me and my dad. I don't want to leave. Well, I know. We are going to have to emerge blinking into the motherhood sun and resume our duty to our children and families. God bless him. God bless him. God bless him. Um, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. So don't forget to look out on the group over the next week because we're going to be asking you for your opinion on next week's episode. We want your comments. We want your voice notes, voice memos. We definitely want you to get involved, right, Alison? We need the molos as part of this podcast. Absolutely. Brilliant comments this week as well. So keep them coming. Yeah, they were really great. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production.